Hello, my name is Danny Russell. I am the managing editor of DRaceBay.com. And today I am joined by Ian Malinowski. Hello. What's going on, man? Oh, we, we have we have a signing. We have something to talk about. And it might be something important to talk about. I don't really know. This is weird. This is a February signing happening in mid-December. It's Michael Walker, which none of the uh, the other beat writers wanted to say his name on the interview we just did with him. <laughs> Everyone's like, hey, Michael. <laughs> I think everyone's kind of like unsure. I'm like, can I say Waka? Does it sound like that to come out of my mouth? Waka? Waka. Waka. Waka, Waka this way. Um, is this, this is a weird signing. So it's $3 million and this is the kind of signing you typically see to round out a roster when you're not sure exactly where you're going to get your innings from uh, right before spring training starts. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's, it's a weird off season just in, in general. I, I don't think that people know what they're looking for, what money they have. So, so there's just a ton of uncertainty in, in what you're looking, looking for when I've sort of been a fan of jumping early at signings um, before teams realize that they're going to have more money than they think, but this, this isn't a lot of money. So I'm not sure how that, how that fits in there. Well, I, I do wonder if it's a lot of money because if you follow the journey through all of the, uh, the free agent pitching signings, so you've got Charlie Morton at the top and that's $15 million. The next step down from Morton would be Drew Smiley who seems to have demonstrated that he's recovered from injury, and that gets $11 million. Then you take a step down from that, and it's $8 million for Robbie Ray, who is not good. The next step down from that is San Francisco's most recent signing at $6 million, and uh, that was – oop, I just blanked. Same Desclafani. agent as Chris Archer. <laughs> yeah, that was that – was, that was, Yeah, yeah De Desclafani. Desclafani. There yeah, there we go. It, it's always jarbled up in my brain when I try to – I'm always like, is it uh, Scandalfini? Like, how do? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that the 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 weird thing that the thing that makes it hard to sort of put put Waka on 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 this list is that is that there's 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 obvious upside, there's obvious past past production. Um, like, there's there's a legitimate possible uh, like band in in the in the in the range of 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 projections that has him as as better than than a lot of those guys there's also a legitimate band that has 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 him as worse the median is probably a little bit lower but but there, there's plenty of 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 upside in walker so i'm really like i'm not sure where to rank him with these guys how far off well, that's why I went to millions of dollars, right? Because it, I would feel like the market is speaking for itself for these early movers because there haven't been a lot of starting pitchers signing and the Rays committing to a starting pitcher like this is interesting. I asked Waka about it and he said the Rays so far said they will be very honest with me about how my stuff is going mid-year, but as of right now, they've committed to me as a starter. And that's like the language that they've had when they've discussed him pitching for the Rays. And it's worth saying also that uh, Eric Neander went into uh, his Zoom call saying this was our priority signing or a priority signing for the organization, someone they wanted in the starting rotation because they felt like they could do a lot with what he had. Waka talked about uh, Kyle Snyder had a massive plan laid out for him. He came and stayed in St. Pete for a bit and just 
hung out with Kyle Snyder to find out what they thought they could do with his stuff. He's only 29. This is a one-year deal. It's not a lot of money, but you're buying into a system. And, I mean, the Rays have always needed that. They need players who want to be in Tampa Bay. And so, at this point, it feels like this is a Kyle Snyder signing. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think that he's a player who, who, fits, who fits well into some of the things that Rays do with pitchers and, and like the types of plans that the Rays roll out for pitchers. Um, if, 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 if we look at that, that stuff itself, um, like the first thing, thing that jumps, jumps yeah, out well, is yeah, that- Yeah, so we should pop the hood because at surface level, you are really concerned if you just pull up his fan graphs page, for instance. Sure. His final year with the Cardinals in 2019 and then his eight appearances with the Mets in 2020, which also includes some injury. There's a lot of injury concern with Waka, uh, and that's kind of built into his price. Uh, but 20-plus percent home runs per fly ball rate, he got bit by the home run bug in two consecutive seasons, which makes it feel like a trend. Uh, his ERA, 6.6 last year. The year before that, 4.7. Uh, his FIPS, if you'd prefer to use a more independent metric that focuses on his performance, it gets worse. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. On the net between 2019 and 20, he's worth negative wins above replacement. So it's hard to pop his stats up, his, his service level stats, and be like, yeah, I'm excited about this. So what, what's under the hood? Yeah, so, so like if I, if I sort of take 2018 as, as the, last, the last year when he was when he was – more or less what we think of as his healthy good self um and 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 who knows because there's there's a whole string of injuries in there so so i don't know what he's felt like in any of these years but in in 2018 and before that he had a really good fastball um it, it, it was like a um a, a low low to mid mid really mid 90s um fastball with a lot of a lot of ride on it. Um, the type of the fast the type of fastball that 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 the Rays use use up in the zone with pitchers over and over and over. Um, sure. He um, a kind of interesting thing about him he's he's never struck out quite quite as many people as as I figured as, as you figure he should looking at at that stuff. And, and part of that, quite honestly, is that he's he's pitched down in the zone with the fastball more than I think he will on, on the raise. And he's just... thrown a lot of changeups high, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so he's, he's, he's sort of in the middle of the zone with all the pitches in the bottom of the zone with the fastball more than, than maybe he, he should. And I think, I think you just raise, raise those, those sites um, towards the top and, and we'll pick up a, a few, a few, you extra strikeouts easily without changing anything. The complicating thing, though, is that is that 2019 and 2020 that fastball hasn't had the same ride as, as it had had before mm. that. So so that there's like, um, one would really hope that that the Rays are able to get him back feeling good and, and get back to that fastball spin the way he did throughout his whole career before 2019, 19, and 2020. Yeah, the, you'd have to think if Kyle Snyder walks in with a presentation on that, he thinks he can harness that fastball too. Right, uh, right. Like, like that—that's the first thing thing that's that's ju- that's just jumping off. Like, that's a part of the plan. Um, so get, his his primary fix fastball. then is the is the changeup. Right. So it's a good changeup. It's um, it's it's a changeup that it has above average movement. It doesn't drop in speed um, a huge amount. Um, 
it's not the biggest movement throughout th throughout um, throughout Waka's Waka's career, but it, it's solidly above above average. I, th I think Waka has 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 good feel for it, good good arm speed. It's a pitch he's comfortable with. The thing that that's sort of interesting um, is that wall Waka has struggled these past two years, like that with his fastball. That changeup is actually has actually um, uh, like improved improved its movement a little bit. I think it's a better changeup that he showed in 2020 than mm. than what he was able to show in. Um, Does it function more as a breaking ball then? Because it's not I, really dependent on his fastball. I mean, I think I think I think you can. I think the Rays can look at it as functioning similarly to, to how they did with Jalen Beeks's changeup, um, where, where they're they're sort of they're they're working with it as as a as movement separation, not not necessarily just velocity separation off of that fastball, and also like he can he can pitch off that changeup first. At least Beeks does. Uh, Beeks Beeks will will throw that changeup three times in a row if he thinks if he thinks the batter ha has trouble seeing it i think i think waka can do a similar thing waka also has has the has a really hard hard cutter with decent movement for how hard it is which is another thing the rays use over and over um i think and that's another pitch which similarly to the changeup has sort of gotten sneakily slowly better these past two years while the fastballs balls suffer, this is sort of where I think if you if you can snap that fastball a little bit better, it's going to have good pitches to play off of. Um, and and we it looks like it started with a very a very good mix if he can actually throw it. So so the mix implies more pitches, right? So what is left here because he was a different pitcher in terms of the rest of his arsenal in 2020. Yeah, he he. Uh, Waka also also has historically thrown a, a big curve, um, big overhand 12 12.5, 4.5, 5.5, uh, whatever the fraction fraction would be, but uh, an up and down curve, which is not a great pitch, but has been has been mm -hmm. a a decent pitch, and it's a pitch that that he's thrown a lot, um, thrown thrown it around 15 15 percent of the time. Right. Over his entire career, significant piece of his. Um, it's just sort of disappeared. Sorry, it's ten, 10 percent over the, over his entire career, fifty percent in some of the older years. But it's it, it's a real pitch for him that was not there at all in twenty twenty. I, I don't know why it wasn't there. Um, if it was intentional, if it was a thing 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 he didn't have have the feel for. Yeah. He, oh well, he rolled into the Mets shop, and they were like, "Don't throw that. Throw this instead." Yeah. Um, the. I think keeping with with the Beaks comparison, um, the Rays the Rays have sort of have not leaned on that type of curve with with Beaks. I, I I'm curious on, on if if it if it's if it's in their plan to work it back in or to focus on on the other three somewhat better pitches. Um, but if they want to use it, it's a pitch that has been there. Yeah, it'd be interesting if they could resurrect it and you know, what the spin rates look like and whether or not they actually think it's a good pitch. Uh, the Mets clearly didn't. <laughs> and his uh, stats would say, you know, maybe in 2019, it was, I don't know. It, it's confusing. Okay, so his new breaking ball then is instead, it's a cutter slider, right? 
Are we yeah, allowed to say yeah, a slur yeah, on the podcast? Yeah, he's, I'm not sure. He's, 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 he's always had that, um, 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 but he's, he's, it, 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 it's right there at, at, at 88 miles per hour. It has, it has good, it has good downward, downward movement for a pitch at 88 miles per hour. It's, it's not, it's not big down, it's not big downward movement for a slider or um, overall. Um, he's, he's really done a great job um, against lefties jamming, jamming lefties up, up on, up on the hands with that, with that, that cutter. Um, kind of, kind of this, the same way Fleming does against, against righties where, where, where Fleming jam, jams them up and in with, with the cutter coming in on their hands, drops the change up down, down and away from them. Uh, Waka's done that same thing against opposite handers. Um, which I think is is part of like why he's a career reverse split split guy. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's able to force to, to force lefties to, to to defend the whole zone. I don't think he's ever quite forced righties to defend the whole zone in the same way. So like that's another part of of, of what I what I imagine is is, is Snyder's plan for him um, to figure out which pitches in which locations can force force those those righties' minds to have to cover everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like I like that aspect. I like the I like the theory of this signing. I don't love that that's our mid December starting rotation signing. <laughs> yeah, I would I would I would love. I I really like Waka. I really like Waka at this price. I would I would like Waka at this price and Morton at fifteen mil. Also, um, All right. <laughs> um, th- there's room to add another starting pitch pitcher. If he's a good one, it would be nice to have more good pitchers. And what I what I also don't like about this signing is the last couple podcasts from our site, uh, when they circled the drain almost on the <laughs> the starting pitcher market, Chris Archer comes up a lot, which is really fun. And uh, it would have been nice to bring him back. But at this point, if you've already committed what should be the fifth spot in the rotation, uh, considering the third spot open and then maybe thinking this as being your fifth spot, you need to be really right if you're going to try and go get Chris Archer, who is coming back from a rare injury uh, that doesn't have a lot of history of of people coming back strong from. Yeah, I, I think I think Walk and Archer are are really similar sort of risk reward types here. Um, that there's there's a there's a top half of the rotation pitcher in there, but there's no certainty that you're actually getting that. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe having having two of them. Um, mitigates that risk some if you only yeah, maybe need, if maybe you, you do want to yeah. need, need to hit on both of them you know and also what if <laughs> this is this is me going galaxy brain okay uh chris archer's agent if i'm chris archer's agent and i can get desclafini six million in san francisco i look at the raise and say your floor is five million right because the taxes right just change the tax scenario and then say i want at least five million dollars for chris archer well, then Eric Neander sets the injured pitcher market at three million. What does that do to Archer's market, and could that bring him back into? Uh, that's just conspiracy theory, right? But yeah, I mean, I think I think it, it definitely it definitely brings like because of of of, of the risk component, it, it is it is setting setting it lower. I mean, the problem the problem with the Rays isn't just isn't just money at this point. It's it's roster spots like. There's a lot of there's a lot of pitchers who 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 need a shot and not enough space to to give it to all of them. Yeah, and and that makes it hard to to spend on sort of these 
marginal risky risky pitchers and worst case scenario let's say the rays get into a position where i don't know they've got a true number three on the roster somehow let's say they made a trade and someone else has slotted in and you're like yeah that's that's a three four to go alongside yarbrough we feel good and then the rotation looks like snell glass now acquired player yarbrough open and you might have waka in-house but you can also still go get Archer. And if you're comfortable with the price point and the team that you've put together, one of those can become a bulk guy for you. Uh, it, it's not the end of the world if Waka ends up being number six in the rotation and slides into a bulk, uh, bulk role. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not the, the end in, in the world of the world because it's, it's good to have good pitchers in that. But I, I think, I, I do think you probably want to be careful here of, setting a precedent where if you tell a pitcher that they're coming in here to start yeah, and, then, and, sure. then, and, and then don't, don't give them that opportunity. Like that's, that's a wrap that, that the Rays could easily fall into. Cause there are people who like worry about, um, about the manipulation of, 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 of player value. I think it's probably worth being careful and not appearing that you are doing that. And the Rays are aiming for the playoffs again. This doesn't feel like a signing that does that, but a lot of the the interviews today have circled on that uh, Walker is one of four rookie ALCS and LCS MVPs ever alongside Randy and Rosarena. He has the playoff experience from his time with the Cardinals. He is a veteran because he's pitched for eight seasons, and you know from the race perspective, the pitching staff is impressionable, and you need someone with the right character and mindset to come in and say, we are a contending team and we're going to get after it. And, you know, to take the Rays at their word, they've done that homework and they feel like Waka is one of the few players, the few veterans they were happy to bring in who had that playoff experience that had that um, uh, all-star capability. Every player that the Rays have pulled out of the Cardinals organization um, one way or another recently has turned out very well. So, so like if, if, if we get another, another fam, another Rosarena, um, just, just add Walker to that. um, More of those. St. Louis South. Let's go. All right. Well, Ian, thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, It's interesting to think about what Walker will be. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more analysis on the site soon. So everyone, thank you for listening. Great. Good to see y'all.